we present I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue, the antidote to panel games. At the piano is Matthew Scott, and your chairman is Humphrey Littleton. Hello, and welcome to another edition of I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue. This week, we're once again at the Guildhall School of Music and Drama, to which we've been invited at the express invitation of the students. This isn't, in fact, the first invitation we've received. It's the second. We were recently invited to appear on independent radio. This invitation being issued by the controller of Radio 4. <laughs> and issued to Denise Coffey and Graham Garden on my left. <laughs> Willie Rustin and Tinbrook Taylor on my right. If you want anything better to do, we go straight into round one, which is the round called Double Feature. This round takes as its premise the poverty of the international film industry. For economic reasons, new films will have to be remakes of pairs of old films. I want you to hear the resulting titles and we'll award a few points here and there. And uh, I think we'll start with you, Tim. Whoa. Ah, uh, just when you thought it was safe to watch television again, the makers of Jaws 1 and Jaws 2 have combined to make the Esther Ransom story. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Esther. <coughs> Denise. Uh, well, there's a new uh, feature now that they do for business studies uh, so that they can do uh, training, and they're going to put together double indemnity, party party, and the draftsman's contract and call it third-party insurance. <laughs> <laughs> Willie. Well, they're, they're throwing together the famous E.T. and the cruel C. And they're, they're going to call it the cruel etc. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'd heard they were uh, remaking High Noon with E.T. and making High Tea. <laughs> but they're also... Uh, they're also combining knock on wood, knock on any door, and who dares wins, and making knock knock who dare. <laughs> The most appropriate, probably, is that they're rolling together lost in space, windy city, designed for living, and whatever happened to baby Jane, and they're going to call it the Barbican story. <laughs> <laughs> the tele television remake, the makers of Three of a Kind, The Odd Couple, and One Man and His Dog, provide the audience for Channel 4. I heard they were going to redo Midnight Express, The Milk Train Doesn't Stop Here Anymore, with bad timing, and call it Taxi driver. <laughs> yeah, I, I did hear it whispered around that they were going to remake, or rather make together, Camelot, the man born to be king, and shampoo, and call it the Arthur Scargill story. <laughs> That's easy for you to say. <laughs> no, I'm just going to say they're combining Friday the 13th and Friday the 13th part two and making Friday the 26th. <laughs> That shaft of wit puts you in the lead. Anybody want to challenge Graham for the lead at the moment? No. So, this is the point where, for the benefit of Timbrook Taylor, I don white tie and tails and tell you that uh, at the end of the program, I'll be asking uh, our teams to supply appropriate names 
for members of certain professions. You want Tim and Willie, I'm going to flick through the uh, yellow pages and I want you to stop me at any point. You'll clean it up yourself. Go on. And <laughs> choose a, uh, a profession or uh, occupation for Graham and Denise. Okay, I'm going to flick through now. Stop me when you want. Stop. Right. You've chosen for Graham... <laughs> for Graham and Denise, you've chosen sculptors. Sculptors. Thank you. Right, and Graham and Denise... Your turn to stop me as I flick through stop. yellow pages. Stop! Right. And you've chosen massage parlors. <laughs> For Tim and Willie. Should be Massage parlors? <laughs> now, Bernie, here's an interesting new game. You're going to have to borrow your white gloves. I'm going I'm to enjoy this game. In this round, each team member will read a passage from a newspaper and will then convert it into good news by judicious editing. The best editor will get a job with a newspaper, and the worst will get a job on the sun. Now... <laughs> so we'll start now with Graham Garden. Oh, this is a boring little piece about the start of breakfast television. <clears throat> Unadulterated, it reads, With only one technical hitch and a flurry of telephone compliments from 1,500 viewers, the BBC's weekday breakfast time programme got underway on time at 6.30am yesterday. Selina Scott went to work on a glass of milk, a stomach full of butterflies and no sleep the night before, while Frank Boff, her fellow presenter, had managed four hours sleep and admitted to a touch of fear, although he greeted viewers cheerfully with a very good morning to you all. The programme reflected its declared intention to be relaxed and informative, and BBC executives from the chairman, Mr George Howard, downwards were warm in their praise. Champagne flowed, some of it inadvertently over Selina Scott's dress and knees at the BBC's Lime Grove studios. Lot of guff there. Cut out... All the boring bits, prune it down to this report. With only one telephone compliment, breakfast time was 6.30 a.m. yesterday. <laughs> Selena Scott went to work on a stomach. <laughs> while Frank Boss managed four. <laughs> BBC executives from the chairman, Mr. George Howard, downwards, were warm in Selena Scott's dress and knees. <laughs> I think that deserves 15 marks, don't you? Right. Which, yes, right. What, out of 100? <laughs> no, 100. We've Tim Brooke-Taylor. Tim. Um, from the Mirror, revealed yesterday was a secret American proposal to fire nuclear weapons from space in any extended war against Russia. It shows that under the President Ronald Reagan, military experts have shifted from a defensive to an offensive attitude in their strategy to counter a Russian threat. When parts of the document were leaked last summer, Defence Secretary Caspar Weinberger said, we're not studying plans to fight a protracted nuclear war. Now, a little hasty editing. Revealed yesterday was a secret American proposal to fire nuclear weapons against the President. <laughs> Ronald Reagan leaked. <laughs> Fifteen marks to need. There's an item here about Koo Stark and her career, which says that uh, she's... I'm definitely open to serious offers as long as it's with the right director, she says. The 26-year-old actress who has appeared nude in films complains that her best offer so far has been to play a hitchhiker with enormous thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> it could well be that she says, I'm definitely open to serious offers as long as it's nude with enormous thumbs. <laughs> 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 and
and 15 to you, leaving Willie Rushton. Well, this piece is from the Daily Mirror, and it's about Mrs. Thatcher's um, timing of the election. Is it Premier Margaret Thatcher left the date of the general election wide open yesterday. She said she would like to hang on until spring next year, but she admitted she might have to go to the polls sooner. She said on ITV's Weekend World, I'm not ruling out any options at all. The Prime Minister said that if uncertainty meant her government could not do its job properly, she would go to the country. My personal preference is to run all the way, she said. Which cheered up a lot goes, Premier Margaret Thatcher left yesterday. <laughs> she, said, she said she would like to hang next year, but she admitted she might have to go sooner. She said on ITV's Weekend World, I'm not ruling at all. The Prime Minister said, if her government could not do its job properly, she would go. My personal preference is to run, she said. <laughs> and 25 marks to you, which takes us on now to the, the game My Music, which is based on the programme, which you all know, in which Steve Race plays a medley of tunes for the teams to identify. Matthew Scott will now play the role of Steve Race in a brief medley, which I shall ask the teams to identify. Matthew. <laughs> Better than usual, Steve. <coughs> Could we hear that once again? Right. Could I hear it rather less? <laughs> we'll start with you, Tim and Willie. You can start off. See how many you can identify. Um, I heard Baba Backsheep, Celeste Aida, um, <laughs> Sammy Kangaroo Down Sport. <laughs> Frank Zappa's Night on a Bare Woman. <laughs> what about the last one? The last one, uh, yes. well, that was the whole of the uh, finished bit of uh, Schubert's Unfinished Symphony. As finished by mm. Steve Race. Well, out of a possible 18, you've got three. <laughs> Graham and Denise, can you do a little bit better? What did you hear there? Um, One of them was very obvious. Uh, apart from the Dvorak cello concerto, you mean? No, you can include that. Oh, yes. Oh. Well, that, that's well, not apart. It wasn't in, it, in the medley, yeah. but you can include yeah. it. Yeah. I like to. Elf's Caprice from uh, A Tuna Day, book three. <laughs> Still popular. Yes. There were one or two it. there that were very obvious. The first one, none of you got the first one. I'm amazed at that. Just play the very first one, uh, Matthew. Yeah. Oh, Anyone in the audience got that? Oh, now, what a beautiful morning. Oh, it's obvious yeah. when you hear it, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and Baba Black. And the last one, which I don't think any of you are going to get, Matthew, the last one. Oh, oh what a beautiful, beautiful morning. <laughs> okay, that's very good. We go on. We, we remain now in the realms of the high arts because we're going on to our ad lib poems. I read out a first line and I invite the uh, members of the panel to continue the poem and they have to continue it using the proper scansion and rhyme until I press the buzzer like that, in which case it goes over to the next person who has to carry on the poem. Tim Brooks, uh, Brooke Taylor's uh, favourite game, this one is. <laughs> he loves it. I'm Tim Brooke Taylor. Which is why he's going to start. Oh! <laughs> and a uh, producer's given me an opening line which I must say doesn't scan but I'm going to read it. We'd better not there. do the round then, Hunt, if it doesn't scan. Okay, Tim, let's round. Listen to this. Right. I'm, I must go down to the co-op again. <laughs> Sorry? I must go down to the co-op again, yes. 
I must go down to the co-op again and buy me some food. I'll buy some brain. You may laugh. Please do. I wish you would. If I could think of the end of this line, I know I would. <laughs> well, but while in the co-op, I stand by a counter. Which are standing behind it, my friend, Mrs. Mounter. <laughs> Good heavens, it's you, she said. You look clean. I said, less of that, I want to buy an aubergine. <laughs> Why is this, she said, you were vegetarian? You can take your pick. You can rhyme vegetarian, jitarian, well, tarian or Ian. I am not a darkie, I must be an Aryan. <laughs> or so I am told by those in our street. People who prod me whenever they meet. People who look through our windows at night and generally get one hell of a fright. <laughs> but say, Mrs. Mounter, what are you doing here, behind that counter selling cheese that's so dear? Why, my dear, tis the lime's world, she <laughs> answered straightway. It's the lime's world you've read on, or so I've heard say. It's white and it's blue and it's covered with mould. And you should see the rest of it, the stuff that's old. <laughs> Lime's mould, she said, is the thing you should have. It's wonderfully good for cleaning the lamp. <laughs> I have to stop there, otherwise Willie won't get his year's free supply. <laughs> but I think having, having uh, uh, got so quickly to an artistic conclusion, that one, we've got time to do another one, which will be started by no less than Willie Rushton, as you uh, won that one. Whiskey, whiskey everywhere and not a drop to drink. I shall have to go and stick my beard down your sink. <laughs> Suck up some pleasant water. Pleasant. That's very <laughs> Some pleasant water. Which does not have chlorine. And sprinkle it on my window box and water me aubergine. <laughs> and then I'll set myself upon the road that leads to town. I'll set off with a bright blue shirt with my fast trousers falling down <laughs> I set off with a merry gait as merry as you could see finding myself in a corridorless train I was desperate <laughs> for a cup of tea But luckily I had with me a flask within my pocket. I pulled the cork out and it went off like a rocket. I like to make the homemade wine. <laughs> the degree 
squeeze with both my feet. <laughs> A dry white wine is better. They are not so keen on sweet. My elbows like a claret, but my knees prefer a grave. <laughs> and don't you tell me lines were all good for cleaning the lard. Graham Garden won that one by cheating, and we go on to uh, the round that's called smuggling. This is another new game. Uh, I, don't, I hope the teams understand it, because I'm not sure whether I do. The teams are going to take it in turns to be smugglers or customs officers. Team members try to smuggle illicit objects through by concealing them in longer words or phrases, and the customs officers can challenge at any time. The winners will get ten points, and the losers ten years. It's Denise and Graham to go first, and your objects to smuggle through are all types of transport. Anything to declare? Ah, right, let's see what we can push past them. Well, a totally innocent-looking suitcase full of... There's a loaf, a nun, <laughs> carton of milk. Ah, challenge from Willie Rushton. Car. Damn. You're right, you're right. Very perceptive. Well, what else have we got? Just uh, got this photograph of buskers outside the theatre, so you don't need to look at that. Now, we had a bowl and of porridge. Challenge there from Willie. Quite right. Uh, but, yes. Do you want to continue? Yes. Oh, yes. Got a criminal record and an alibi, sickle and size and shears for the government. Challenge there from somebody. Bicycle. Oh. Oh, very sharp. <laughs> now I know how the game is played. I didn't know. Yes. <laughs> I wish I did. Well, the, the they might score less marks, that? Graham, if you didn't wave every time you <laughs> mentioned it. <laughs> Trousers, shirt, hair rollers, Kate Bush um, LP, a book. Is that on craft? Kate Bush. Bush. What? I've travelled by Kate Bush. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody else has. You're thinking of Shepherd's Bush Station. No. Oh. no I don't not. think he is. No. <laughs> oh, no. Any more, Graham? We've got to hurry this along. Oh, yes, oh, well, quick, right. Quick, right. The dynamo, pedicure oh. kit, uh, hacksaw, chopper, ah. tin shoe. Challenge from Willie. Moped. Oh. Hmm. Moped, yes, quite right. When did he, did he say moped? Dynamo pedicure kit. <laughs> yes. Oh. This is dangerous. You'd like to read it together. Now then, we can switch over now. Tim and Willie, you will have to declare what you're taking on your journey. And Denise and Graham, you are the customs officers. And Tim and Willie, uh, the concealed objects here are animals. Uh, You haven't, by any chance, seen my brazier anywhere, have you? The bra is in the (laughs) hopsicord. Graham? The bra. Yes. (laughs) Mr. Three. Challenge from Tim. Uh, we, got, we got zebra through. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not going in, I'm not going into semantics at this point. It's in the uh, carry on. Well, it belongs to antics. Russell Harty, beastly business. <laughs> Denise. Uh, could you take that hearty beastie out of your suitcase, sir? It's good news. Yes, yeah, good spotting, good spotting. Carry on. Tim. Oh. Um, which harpsichord? It is in the oak harpsichord, mein Herr. <laughs> Graham? There's not an animal called an ocarpsic. <laughs> there is in my sentence. <laughs> a very there long one. In Germany they call it the ocarpsic. Ah. Well, perhaps we can give you a longer sentence. <laughs> Ten years. <laughs> I have a set of... No. Graham? I. Yeah, that's good. AI, three-toed sloth or lorries. <laughs> Okay, Denise. And Setter. Yes, that's good. 
Not very good, but good. I've got to hurry along now. It's a briefcase which was given to me on my visit to the Camel Laird shipyards. Do you remember that? Shipyard. Shipyard, yes, right now. Would you like some of German my shipyard. marsupials? German shipyard. Graham? Marsupials. Quite uh, right, yes. Oh, I noticed that. Oh, I noticed that. Oh, Lord. <laughs> you haven't got any more, have you? Ah, oh, good news. We're in the lead. <laughs> now, uh, we're going to have a whale of a time on this holiday. <laughs> That's a terrific place. We'll be the sole people there. Oh, no, wait. <laughs> I've heard of Halley, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> Okay, we're going. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to go on with that, do you? Could we win, Humph, please? Yes. Yes. Right. Then we'll stop. I think I've... uh... Now then. Yes, because we want to get on to a musical round, because Matthew's sitting there yawning and dropping off. This is a pick-up song. In this round, one team starts singing a song and then stops on a word in the lyric. The opposing team must then take up that word but sing a different song containing the word. Having read it out, I don't see what Matthew Scott's going to do at the piano. uh, (laughs) He's knitting, I suppose. He's going to worry a lot. So... We'll give a mark here and there for a successful pick-up. Who wants to start? Okay. The lady in the third row. <laughs> I'll pick up Matthew Scott, Scott what if you like. <laughs> Graham, go ahead. Right. By the rivers of Babylon. <laughs> Tim. On a clear day, oh. you can see forever. Yeah. <laughs> Ever. Ever. Every kiss, every hug seems to act just like a drug. You're getting to be a habit. That's a good one. <laughs> run, habit, run, habit, run. <laughs> What's the last word? Run. 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 Run, before. run me a river? No. <laughs> Cry me a bath. <laughs> Run, I had a secret love that lived in Gilly Gilly Ops and Pepper. That's the <laughs> spoken. <laughs> By the sea. Oh, going to do one's bogan. Oh, bogan, bogan, bogan. bogan. No, bogan. No, bogan. No, I want you to be happy. I'll do one with sea, that's all right. Bogan. Um. <laughs> bogan. We'd like to hear you, Bogan. Bogan. Bogan, do do Daylight come and we want to go home. <laughs> Willie, one more from you and then we'll go on to the next game. Home dreaming of a speech defect. <laughs> Who've always talked like that. <laughs> right. Here's a point in the programme now where uh, the brow of Timbrook Terror furrows <laughs> as, we tr- as he tries to figure out exactly what game we're playing. <laughs> it's the point where I ask the teams for their appropriate entries in the yellow pages. Let me remind them that Tim and Willie's trade is massage treatment establishments and Graham and Denise is, is sculptors. Christopher Rubin and Winnie the Pool. <laughs> <laughs> Where that came from? <laughs> Mr. Mrs. <laughs> well, he did put the white tie on for the board, didn't he? Know anything about massage treatment establishments and their daughter, 
I don't know anything about <laughs> massage treatment establishments. From Ireland. These massage treatment establishments have nothing to do with balls. Sean <laughs> about an amber occasion. Let's hear something from the sculptors. From Not France. a lot of sculptors in the Yellow Pages, hum. Not an awful... Well, there's the French lady sculptress, Giselle Anne Amel. Apart from that, there's only Monty Mental Mason. Um, Isaac Amin, <laughs> well-known Negro slave, up on his board it says, Isaac Amin Massa. <laughs> Here's two, two sculptors that have their names in under nicknames. Uh, I don't know what the real names are, but they did all the sculpture for the Barbican. Uh, a dubious sculptor from a Mediterranean island called Concrete and his belligerent partner, Scrap Metal. There's Leonardo da Vinci and his cousin Leonardo da Vindo. <laughs> oh, yes, and then there's their cousin who went into films. He actually was in Star Wars. He was called Leonardo D2. <laughs> Willie, you look pregnant. No, yeah. <laughs> I just think I had to get out of here, that's all. You know. uh, from the continent, a delightful masters, Frenchies extra. Was <laughs> <laughs> that masseuse? I never dared ask. Here is a police massage. You will be beaten heavily around the body. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks, ladies and gentlemen, that we've come to the end of uh, this week's programme. Join us again next week. Until then, from all of us, goodbye. Denise Coffey, Graham Garden, Tim Brooke Taylor and Willie Rushton were being given silly things to do by Humphrey Littleton, with Matthew Scott setting some of them to music. The programme was produced by Paul Mayhew Archer. Well, if you can bear it, there's a second chance to hear that program on Monday at 6.30pm here on Radio 4.